nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to Nerdables. This week we were going to be talking about Ready Player One and give our review, but Chris still hasn't had the chance to go see it. You gave your review I'm last sorry. week anyway. Well, I, we you and Sebastian back. just kept talking about it for twenty minutes. Yeah, like, I know. Okay. We, then we, we kind of held back because uh, I really you do held want, back like the final thing you were going to say. But I really do want to discuss it with you. And I, actually, I talked to Travis this week, and he was going to be on the show because he wants to be a part of the review. So it's kind of glad we were holding off because he's read the book and seen the movie. Just like you have and I have. Well, you haven't seen the movie yet. By the time you see it... Did he see it nine times like you? He saw it twice. Okay. Um, So he's 85 times behind you. Yeah, about that. Yeah, or 87, 88. I'm like China, and you guys are like the U.S. in watching this movie. China's watched the movie almost 200 times more (laughs) than the United States has. Well, like, yeah, because all they have to, they don't have to understand any of the words. So, right. Oh, look, everything looks cool. Like, I think I think right. Are now you trying? We, we I think you and I asked this. Like, are you trying to beat your Guardians record? Yeah. yeah. I'm not. What was what was Guardians? Was it six. eight or nine? No, it was six in the theater. Was it just six? Just six. I thought it was eight. No. So no, I, I asked that. I was, was like, nine. I wonder was... if Rich is trying to beat his. Uh, yeah. Guardians. I'm not trying to, but I know I have to go see it one more time with Ethan. We knew it was ninety. So you haven't seen it yet either. He's seen, seen it once. It. Oh, you've seen yeah. it. Okay. You should, but you really should see it twice. And the second time you should see it in 3D. Because the Oasis stuff in 3D is amazing. Yeah, but I don't want to spend $35 a ticket or whatever you spend. I think it's 15 3D at, also makes me sick, so I can't really watch yeah, movies this, in 3D. There's a few, film, few movies I have any interest in seeing. Yeah, this, is, this would be a good one because... So what if, what well, if like ticket s- sales for 3D are slumping, though, too. So Yeah. What, like, are, what, are you, what, did you, what have you spent... Because we figured out what do we we figured out he spent ninety dollars on Guardians. Yes, just um, your tickets alone, right? Well, because you be, did you did IMAX down in Universal IMAX for, and it was like thirty bucks or something like that, or twenty five dollars when you did Guardians. They're twenty five dollars a ticket. Yeah, like twenty five. It's like twenty six dollars a ticket for adults and twenty five for kids, twenty four ninety nine or whatever. Wow, they get that dollar for being a kid, huh? Awesome. Um, but this one will be less. This one will end up being less than Guardians if I go see it one more time. Only because I won the free tickets through Fandango. Oh, that's right. With the, uh, it's also cheaper at the theater that you're going to. Well, I've also here. seen it. I've seen it in IMAX 3D. So I, you know, and well, I, did, I did that with equals out too. Though, yeah. Yeah, so you, yeah, but the AMC you spent here twenty five bucks for that. A lot the only difference the is, time. well, it might even itself out because no, because the free one I did see it in 3D. So I've seen. It Sorry, in 3D folks. This twice. is stunning radio for us. I know. So. I've seen it in 3D twice, whereas Guardians only saw it in 3D once. So now there's going to be a quiz at the end of the podcast. How many, how times? How many times each one of us seen, has seen it? So. And in what format? A lot. So I've read the book three times, listened to the book oh, twice. I don't know how you read that book. And seen the movie five times so far. I have no idea how you read that book three times. It's Because it's an easy read. Oh, it's an easy read, all right. So this week... Since we're not going to be talking about our Ready Player One, we're going to well, talk. We're talking about it. Well, we're, we're just talking not talking about, about, not about specifically the movie. Uh, Matt Reeves is saying that Bat- the Batman is going well. Um, we swear it's it's going well. Yeah, the approved. Flash is no longer going to be called Flashpoint. Steven Spielberg says that Indiana Jones could be a woman. Uh, Tony Gilroy called Rogue One a total a terrible mess. Terrible, terrible mess. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, poor Stan Lee is still being taken advantage of as an as an old man. Celsius. And Amazon, Lord of the Rings, could cost a billion dollars. And 
speaking about billions of dollars, the Black Panther has now moved to number three all time in the U.S. The Black and closing in on a billion dollars. The Black Panther. The Black. The Black. The only one. So, joining me, as you can tell, Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. You know what that last night I just thought of something. Yes. Chadwick Boseman is going to be responsible for more money than anybody all year by far. Oh, God, yeah. Because he'll be in two of the three biggest movies of the year. Yeah. You know what's funny? It's Maybe like, by I, far, too. I wonder if like, like Marvel has done away with the Robert Downey Jr. contract on getting the money on the back end. Because if you can imagine if Chadwick Boseman said, yeah, I'll just take 10% off the back end. And I'll do this movie for free. <laughs> it just happens to be the number three biggest all-time Well, think movie. of it. Chad- Chadwick Boseman has been in Civil War, which is a billion dollars yeah. worldwide. Be in Black Panther, which should get just about there. Mm-hmm. And oh, Infinity, it's already, it's already at a billion. Is it, is it, did it pass a billion worldwide already? Oh, yeah, it because it, it's at six-something uh, in the Domestic, U.S. Okay. Domestically. Yeah, it's passed a billion. Like, so he's got two ago. billion dollar films and probably has a third. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. has, well, he'd have three also. First Avengers. Yeah. Iron Man 3? Oh, Iron Man Civil War. 2 and 3 almost hit a billion. I mean, they did. I think 3 did, because remember, 3 is huge. Yeah. Because it was the first movie post-Avengers. I think so, too. So you have Avengers Civil War and Iron Man 3, and then Avengers 4. 3. Whatever this one is. Uh, Black Black Panther Worldwide has done 1.2 billion. It's almost at 1.3. Like, literally, it needs probably about $20,000 or $50,000 to hit a $1.3 billion. So they need what you've spent on Ready Player One. <laughs> <laughs> if you went to see that instead of Ready Player One, it'd yeah. be at one point three. Ready Player One domestically has done 96 Worldwide, it's done 391 <laughs> That's insane, because I really... I mean, I know it's very visual, but it's very visual on American culture. Right. So I... But it's such a video game premise. Yeah, but it's still... But the the culture that's... The video game premise is there, but the culture it's referencing isn't necessarily video games. But think about it. Video games that weren't... Hold on. Video games that weren't international. Right. True. I mean, I imagine the movie's got to be different than the... the, I doubt they're referencing Atari 2600 all over the place. Right. So, it probably has a little bit more of an appeal. But again, it's... And some of those movies and TV shows that are referenced are still prominent in China and some other places. Well, Jurassic Park is worldwide, too. Jurassic Park's still huge in Japan and China, so... Mm -hmm. And there is, you know, there's enough Asian culture references within it. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's, it's not... A total shock to me, but it's a little bit of a surprise. I thought maybe I mean, it wouldn't do. Transformers was always big. But yeah, but Transformers but see, that, that fits right into it. You know, but Transformers isn't a nostalgia thing. True. The Transformers that you're seeing, it really doesn't have anything to do oh, with what Transformers yeah. was in G1. I mean, <laughs> right. it's... You know, other than the horrible than the, writing, yeah, the voice. But still, it's giant robots that transform and fight. Right, but that's that isn't big in. Yeah, in, but that's not what the premise of the film is. No, that's what I'm saying. Is the premise of the film is very heavy on the nostalgia elements of do you remember hey remember when didn't you see don't you wanna yeah and that isn't as prevalent in worldwide culture as it is here right now correct to me anyway but maybe i'm wrong I haven't, you know, well you see it. i mean you see a lot of remakes and reboots do very well over you know baywatch did very well uh 21 22 jump street did very well overseas yeah but some of that's also people that are in it the Rock that's is a true. bigger international oh, that's star true. than he is here now. Mm-hmm. That's Rampage true. will probably do great all over the place, although nobody here is going to go see it. Yeah. 
it looks okay. I okay. might go see I it. Think yeah. it looked, you think that looks okay? I went and saw uh, San Andreas, and I thought it was... There was you only, are the last person in only, this group that I thought would be okay to go see I like see Rampage. Rampage as a video game. Well, I like so Rampage as a video game, it, too. Jumanji there's some stuff that very I'm good. probably going to be like, eh, that looks dumb, or even sounds dumb in terms of dialogue, but... Of course, oh, it, it looks, looks and sounds looks dumb. Of like, course the wolf can fly. I have, I have a yeah, weird... A Come Reed on, wanting the, the fact easy, that they it's made... a big arm. It's a big arm. <laughs> Just go to sleep. I'm fine with that because that's pretty funny. But the whole flying wolf, I'm like, what? It's the got F? to. The, it did in the game. It did. I think so. It no, it didn't. I, when Not it jumped the original. Off, I yeah. thought when it jumped off the buildings, it it, it kind of like like sailed down. A little. I didn't think, I don't think any so, of them no. sailed. No, down. they all fell. They all, yeah. Like, if you they... fell off the building, you fell off the building. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you could jump from one building to the other. If you, you were close, didn't you? Weren't you able to? Yeah, to go, you I thought you had to go over. down. No, uh, you. Well, I thought you had to go down and then back up. Every well, you, single you, time. You, well, you would go up and then you'd knock your way down. Right, you'd have yeah, to punch no, under you. Or else but if the, if there were two buildings close together, you could go up one side and then down the other side of the building. I think so? Because you could stand on the rooftop. Yeah, but it was only if there are two buildings. But I don't think you flew. But anyway. The rampage is one of those weird things I look at and like I could see myself go see that on a yeah. five dollar Tuesday. Well, Which will probably be was ra- really good. I was surprised at how well that was. Yeah, um, I would be too. <laughs> I like the people in it. I just it wasn't a it the, wasn't a concept. I was glad that their concept was different while keeping the spirit of the original alive in terms of. Jumanji. Well, they paid tribute to the original. Yeah. Matter of fact, Robin Williams's character. <coughs> Where he where he lived in Jumanji in the world of Jumanji, they talk about and they actually are in you know it, it has his I forget his character's name now. Alan uh, yeah and Alan it had you know Alan was here or something, and Joe Jonas's or whatever whichever Jonas is in the movie Joe, uh, that's where he goes he gets trapped in it. Oh no, of, it's Nick. Nick, yeah, he gets trapped all in the, the movie. Same. Pretty much the same as Robin Williams. Except the, except the Mexican one, he's the one that looks different. Joe. Yeah. But the game transforms itself because he looks at it and goes, you know, they find it on the beach and his yeah. dad takes nothing and goes, oh, well, who plays board games anymore? And he's sitting there playing a video game, so yeah. the, the thing transforms into a video game. Was Bonnie Hunt in that? No. No? They didn't bring her? No, I was hoping. They didn't bring Kirsten Dunst I, or... Uh, nah, I don't think they Boy, know which sucks. target Bonnie Hunt works at. Um, <laughs> it's, it's tough to figure out which one. Um, so Batman... Which, if you used to listen to Bonnie Hunt or see Bonnie Hunt when she was on Conan, when he was a late night show, that uh-huh. joke actually has another level to it because she would not shut up about Target. <laughs> so the Batman, um, Batman, everything's okay, everything's doing well. I'm really they're just on these headlines. If you just read the headlines for the DC stuff, I'm now convinced that Chris is right. That <laughs> some that at their board meetings, somebody is sitting there tweeting, kind of like the president does. Oh. Okay, we're talking about Batman. Okay, everything is good with Batman. Flashpoint. Uh, we we should change the name of Flashpoint. We don't want it to be Flashpoint. We are changing the name of Flash to uh, Flashpoint. Now canceled. Yeah, Ugh. I swear. I, I I think you're right. I don't I don't I don't get where the marketing thing is. The thing with Bat Reed coming, it's like it almost feels like a preemptive strike. I mean, I don't know who really asked him about that. But the funny part from that also is that Ben Affleck was at the Silicon Valley Comic Con. Yes. And I showed you that thing where it's the the official announcement of him being there is Ben Affleck will be here to hopefully answer questions about Batman. Like even the people organizing the event that is probably paying him a million dollars to show up and stand in front of a bunch of thirsty fanboys going, hey, I'm Batman, but also I have an Oscar or two yeah. or four. See you later, and I'm out of here. No pictures, please. Uh, is promoting the event is hopefully he'll talk about Batman. 
But, I mean, of course they're going to say the Batman is fine. You know, Justice League was fine. You know, Batman versus Superman. Justice League was fine before Josh Whedon came in, and then it was still fine afterwards. Yeah. So, but um, did you hear the news where they said that that DC most likely gave the reason that that when Zack Snyder was leaving, that they allowed him to use his daughter's suicide as an excuse because they were actually firing him from the project. That yeah. seems morbid. Yeah. That, that seems really. I was I, like, I, and I don't think that's true. I, think I don't it's, think it's true. I mean, you can go with the There's no such thing as coincidences, and it probably is something where that happening and him saying, "I don't know how much I can concentrate on this film while I'm trying to deal with this." Right? Is DC saying, "Well, we don't mind," and we said it at the time, "We don't mind if you leave." Yeah. We on the show said, like, "I can't imagine DC sitting there going, no, Zach, please don't leave." Mm-hmm. And then the film comes out and does less money than Suicide Squad. And you're like, well, you know what? Maybe everybody should leave. Yeah. Like every single person who's been involved with DC films just go away. Oh, yeah. Except for Gal Gadot, who, you know, who makes it's, us money. But it's, again, it's just, I don't know where, where, do, where does, what do you do with that mess? I don't know what you do with that mess. <laughs> I really don't. So, and basically, ground. what it was right. is Reeves told a fan that it really, uh, a fan asked, how's it going? And he said, really, really well, thanks. I could not be more excited. So that's, and then it just kind of blew up into this whole oh, he's thing. just talking Again, about life. Much like, much like every, <laughs> he wasn't yeah. talking about the movie. Much like anything else, it's kind of, you know, you have... The fan was asking him, hey, did you yeah. see Black Panther? How do you think that's doing? <laughs> really, really well. Well, I mean, he says it because, like, what else is he supposed to say? Right, you know, exactly. It's this sports thing, you know, where they always have... There's there's the athletes that come out and go, I guarantee we're going to win the next game. And then there's the athletes that, when they're asked, are you going to win the next game? Yes. Yeah. And you're like, well, what's he supposed to say? No. Right. You, know, you, ask, you, ask, <laughs> you go to Tom Brady. Are you going to win the Super Bowl? No. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Tom Brady be, says he's not going to win the Super Bowl. Like, what the hell is he supposed to do? That would you be have hilarious. coaches that do that once in a while because it's a motivating factor. The year that the Avalanche actually won the Central Division when the Blackhawks were in the middle of their big streak was Patrick Waugh saying, we're not catching them. Mm-hmm. There's no way we're going to catch them. And it was a motivation factor for the team. We just like, oh, no, we can catch them. And they actually did catch them, and that was it. So, Yeah. No, I mean, you see it with actors all the time. You know, and, and when they get into a press junket or something, and they know that the movie – Yeah, it's the same It's the same when you do the, the – you know, you sit on the couch and 15 different people come through right. and come through – and it's always the same answers. As I said, I've always wanted one to be sort of like, yeah, you know what? This really sucked. The movie that's opening this weekend, man, it's just a piece of ass. Well, you remember the sad fleck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's more of him just being tired. Oh, yeah. You know, just him going, oh, my God, I've been here for 12 hours sitting in the same chair. And it's someone sits down. What do you think about this movie? Is it going to be great? Is it going to be awesome? Oh, that's great. What do you think about working with Zack Snyder? What do you think about working with Joss Whedon? Okay, see you later. And Whoa. someone else comes in like, well, what do you think about working with Joss Snyder? Is it Josh Snyder? Is that his name? I don't know. I'm not, I don't, I don't do this. I work for Entertainment Weekly. We've cared about nerd stuff for two months. Um, we're going to Comic-Con. Well, it's just like... Um, what was it? Uh, the Rock was asked about uh, Vin Diesel, and he said, "Well, yeah, you know, he's great to work with, but you know, we have different styles and different opinions of how we want to do things." He has to try and word it really well yeah. instead of just saying, "I really want to kick his ass," but yeah, yeah. why isn't that on there? That 
They're gonna do sixteen more Fast and Furious movies, and I don't think because his work ethic sucks. But hey, but that's the way it is. I mean, they they give the the team you have to because we play as a team, we work as a team, we won as a team. There's a it came up in my feed a little while ago, my memory thing of when I guess someone had asked, or no, it was uh, Kevin Smith had said something like Superman versus Batman sucked. Like, he first came out and said, it blows, it's terrible. And then a month later, he was perfectly fine with it. And he's like, no, no, it's an ambitious film and all this other junk. And what I put on the feed is, this should read, Kevin Smith realizes he wants to work with Warner Brothers again. <laughs> yeah, because he was directing Flash episodes <laughs> Yeah, because he wanted to direct Flash episodes. And you knew Warner Brothers was like, isn't he the one that said Batman versus Superman sucked? Yeah. He's not directing Flash episodes yeah. anymore. And you never know who you're going to work with again. And it could be a project where, yeah, you know what, you don't like working with that director, but hell, if... If uh, what's her face from Transformers can work with uh, Megan Fox, Megan cool. Fox can work with him again after calling him Hitler. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a paycheck is a paycheck. I mean, it's a business and it's all those things, all that corporate speak and stuff like that. And people are wise to it. It is fun, and that's why I, I kind of want to go to the Tony Gilroy thing next, where you never know how much time you're going to have before somebody starts to say something. Mm-hmm. And <coughs> I have to find that article. I meant to bring that up. Um. So yeah. More of the DC news. To me, it's more fascinating that Flashpoint may not be Flashpoint anymore. It was a, it was uh, something that came out of the Hollywood Reporter that you know they've gone through three different directors, uh, several different scripts, and that they they've you know, um, let's see what does it say. Uh, Flashpoint, based on the comic book by Jeff Johns, may no longer be the case. Let's see, Spark Conversations when uh, one of the writers from The Hollywood Reporter wrote that David Mazua, M-A-Z-E-A-U. Sure. He's, he's writing David Mazua. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's Mazo. Uh He is the he is co-writing or writing the um, Armada, Ernest Klein's other book. Into, you know, yeah. Which I also think is fascinating that they came right on the hills and they're announcing that they're remaking Last Starfighter. Yeah. <laughs> like within a week of each other, they announced both those news and like everyone's head just exploded. I'm like, why are they making the same film? Yeah. Um, so they said when it was titled, let's see, the, when he was working on the project, it was called Flashpoint. But now that he's no longer working on the title, it's up in the air what the hell it's going to be called and what it's going to be about. I think you can say that for every DC film that isn't Aquaman, which is currently being uh, shot. And you might even be able to say that for Aquaman, because who knows how they're going to cut it. Right? Aquaman might be a 45-minute film. Well, Justice Here's League. Jason Momoa swimming. The end. Justice League was under two hours. Yeah, because the director's cut's probably five and a half. <laughs> right. Or they just took all the shots that were in slow-mo and just had Joss Whedon reshoot them in real time. Well, no, they just sped it up on the timeline, so it just kind of... <laughs> but this is... Okay... This is what's fascinating to me about this, is that Flash or Flashpoint could be a way to reset your universe. Well, as soon as they named it Flashpoint, that's what everybody yeah. right. went crazy with. They're like, okay, this is what they're doing. But you've gone through three directors and God knows how many script writers. You can and have scripts. a multiverse, so you can just leave it at that and <laughs> yeah, not re- have every one of those directors write a whole Flash movie. And- well, no, well, you have a but multiverse it's, already. Terms, like it's just say. Yeah, each, yeah, because each, they've, each iteration is going to take place on its own 
timeline. Well, the old... Joker movie is supposed to be a different, not in continuity. Well, and... that they've already said that. that yeah, because and of that the multiverse, if they do another era, one, the Arrowverse this, is part of that. Era, yeah, yeah, it's just it, it, it's, they kind of have no point to Flashpoint, but... really. Right. There's no point to any. Well, of this. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just it's fascinating to see that a film that is still in pre-production, really not even pre-production because you don't have a script yet. Nothing started. It's fascinating that in they're the still at stage. the point where they're they haven't said just stop. You know, we've wasted enough money on this. Stop. You have to wonder how much money Warner Brothers has. But you got to do. You, I mean, are they so desperate that they want to compete with Marvel? Yes. Yeah. And Disney with these that they're going. Everybody's to... searching for the franchise. There's only two franchises, three franchises, that you can seem to bank on, and one of them isn't made anymore. And it's Harry Potter. No, it's still. Well, it's I mean, Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts. Beasts. Yes, right. but that doesn't have the same. No, push. Fantastic no, Beasts did not. well, and there's a sequel, but it's not it's quite not going to reach the stuff that, yeah. that Harry Potter did, especially towards right. the end. Right. So you have Star, so you have, you have Star Wars, in. you have Star Wars, and you have Marvel. Almost nobody else has a franchise that's going to come anywhere near that. No. You know, if Sebastian well, was here, he'd argue with Bond. But even then, Bond's not making a billion dollars no. worldwide, and it's also releasing movie yeah, one movie year. every four years. The closest yeah. thing is the is is Harry Potter, or as it's rebranded, J.K. Fast Rowling. and Furious. Uh, yeah, but but that's well, the, such... no, the last one didn't make a lot of money either. But compared with, to the ones before it, it made less money. So yes. you have Transformers has, has fallen apart. Fast and the Furious seems to finally be going, well, either they're going to go to space or this is going to fall off the face of the planet. Because, literally, because you can only drive so much yeah. and but come up with the stupidest ideas. You think they're just going to drive off the edge of there? I'm sure half of the people that are in that movie think that. <laughs> um, um, no, but the, 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 it's now being called the J.K. Uh, J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World. So they they've rebranded, right. so they can. Uh, but now again, they can do. It's still not a brand that's going to compete with Marvel or Star Wars. So Warner Brothers is trying to take an existing right. brand, which is the DC brand, and say we've got all of our toys. They're all in our sandbox, and we can do whatever we want with them. Here we go. And instead of doing something that was planned and coherent and was able to do step one, step two, step three, because I still contend. They were scared of just following the, the Marvel oh, thing. Oh, they said that. They did not want to follow the Marvel yes, formula. Yes, they can say they don't want to. What they've never said is, we were frightened to follow the Marvel thing because we thought everyone was going to go crazy. Sure. They did it because they're like, well, we're better than Marvel. We don't need to do this sort of thing, and we're just going to put it out there. Right. And it's all BS because they were looking at it and going, it's the same reason I've said that Marvel never did Rebirth. Yeah. Marvel was like, we're not going to do what whatever, you know, DC did, even though at that point they had to look at themselves and go, we should probably do what DC did and start right. over again. So well, they were also like, well, you know... Yeah. Really? We, they were also talking like, you know, well, the Dark Knight trilogy did so well, we don't want to be so happy and fluffy like Marvel. We want to be darker and grittier, you know, and kind of have that that Dark Knight tone to it. That's what the fanboys always say. Yeah, but they, didn't, too, ma- so. they didn't match the Dark Knight no, tone. No, they the didn't. Dark, the Dark Knight tone has a bit of humor in it. Yes. It has, and it's also... And again... Well acted? Yeah, not seeing not seeing the, the, the bulk of DC stuff. I'm seeing less than half, I guess. You're not um, missing anything. No, I'm not. But what I'm saying is, is saying this off of the fact that really just seeing two and a half films is you can't try to make Christopher Nolan's films without Christopher Nolan. Correct. There's a, there's a technique. There's a tone. There's a look. There's a drive. There's an acting. There's a scripting. There's a mm-hmm. cinematography. There's a practical effect right. that Christopher Nolan does. Hey, we're going to CG the truck. No, you're not. 
We're just gonna we're gonna flip a truck in the middle of Chicago. Yeah, we're gonna blow up an oh. actual hospital. We're gonna blow okay, up a building. Cool. Yeah. What about the oh, the bat pods real too? What the hell is he doing? Oh my god. <laughs> well, the other don't you remember when when Man of Steel came out? Nolan was a consulting executive producer, or a consultant. Yeah, or yeah he can consult all he wants. All he has to do is sit down and go. Hey, that's crap. Yeah, and then they pay him a couple hundred thousand dollars. That's why Man of Steel. That's probably why Man of Steel is one of the better DC movies that are out. Well, I think Man. Uh, uh, you go back and watch it. I enjoyed it. I still. I, I mean, I I enjoyed it com- compared to some I of the others. I enjoyed it a lot more than like Batman vs Superman or. Justice well, it's because League it's not or... trying to be. Here's Batman Suicide versus... Squad is the only one that really had humor in it. I think Ugh. Batman vs Superman suffers even when you go back and watch it as films come out after it. Is that in universe, in its time, in the way it's made, it didn't earn the right to be that film. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's it's if they had done a Superman film, a Batman film, a Wonder Woman film, a Flash film, a Cyborg film, because you know hashtag minorities, uh, and then done Batman versus Superman or Justice League, which led to Batman versus Superman. The best thing they could have done is do Justice League and have Superman die in Justice League and come back as an actual villain. Yeah. You know, with red kryptonite or whatever you wanted to use, and that could have been Batman versus Superman. I have that league going. We we have to we have to choose whether to kill him or not. Yeah. And you could have had a great Batman versus Superman or DC versus Superman, in which Batman tries to save him and Diana wants to kill him. Yeah. Because the the way that the DC universe and the comics work, the the reason that Clark gave the kryptonite to Bruce so long ago is I know you'll make the right decision. You'll know when I'm too far. Mm-hmm. You'll know when I can't be saved. Because you'll try to save me. And when you know I can't be saved, you're the only one that'll put a bullet through my head. If you turn that dynamic a little and have a Batman versus Superman or DC versus Superman film in which you use that, that, uh, that trinity and it's Diana trying to kill him and Batman doing everything he can to try to save him, yeah. you now have this great triangle and pathos and... And drama and everything, and no, we're like we're just gonna have them punch each other a lot and then stop because mom con- is named Martha. I still contend that you could have had God, after be running DC. I know after Man of Steel, you could have either tell it to Jeff next time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'll work. No, you could. I still think that you could have either done Man of Steel two and have Clark Kent investigating the Batman and doing an article article about it, and that has nothing. You know, it's just part of the subplot. And then in the Batman movie, you have Bruce sitting there. You know, in the Batcave, either putting together a file or closing down a file of Superman, and that's your your, your indication that they're both investigating each other. And then you your next Batman movie or your next Superman movie, they they start to you know you can see where there could be a clash. You there's have a lot a little, of different ways to do the clash that would have been better than the way that they. You don't start did it. with it. No. You know, you you like you said. So they canceled, you don't earn so they, anything. They've canceled Cyborg. We don't know what Flash is going to be Flashpoint. Who knows what ends up happening with Wonder Woman too? Because we they don't even have it in production. And we have so we have Aquaman. Aquaman's going to save us. <laughs> Jason Momoa is going to save. Jason Momoa is going to save. You're going to go to that movie and go, huh? I kind of like this movie. You know, Aquaman's not so bad. Plus, you know, abs. How much do you do you think that's going to be underwater? How much of the film do you think will be underwater? Like financially. <laughs> <laughs> It's coming out in Christmas too. Really? Yeah, I mean, Christmas time. Do you think that Aquaman versus Frozen two? Well, here, here's the thing. Do you Aquaman versus Mary Poppins? Because Mary Poppins comes out right around Christmas. Yeah, but that's those are the two big December releases, I think. 
When is, isn't Frozen 2 this year? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, because remember you kept saying that's why they moved Solo, or didn't move Solo. No, I said they moved Solo because of Mary Poppins. This year? Or they put, because Mary Poppins is, you, is Christmas. Mary Poppins is not going to be that big a film. Oh, I think it will. No. A holiday, as a holiday film? Yeah. No. That's not going to be that big a film. Emily Blunt? Uh, 2019, Frozen 2. Oh, it is next year. Yeah, November, November 27th. What is that the one where they reveal that what the DC or what the uh, December releases are? Okay. What you know? Because there's no Marvel movies in November. There's you know there's nothing. Yeah, three of them in the first six months. Fantastic <laughs> Beast Two is November. It's hell. So Did you see Fantastic <laughs> Beast is hell. <laughs> um, no, but just, just scrolling through common scenes. with all of these films that are DC's having trouble with, and I know we keep we we beat this drum. As bad as they have, when do you when do you get to the well, point? That's, DC yeah. isn't beating that drum. Wreck uh, Ralph is the uh, same week. Ra- uh, no, Ralph is the twenty first of November. Uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse is December fourteenth. Mortal Engines same week. Aquaman's the twenty first. Bumblebee's the twenty first. Alita Battle Angel is the twenty first. And the Mary Poppins is Christmas. And zero. Which is an Indian film. So yeah, That's I mean, a, this this Christmas sort of blows. Yeah, I mean, Marvel Engines looks great, but I don't think it's going to do like Star Wars money. Yeah, I don't think it's going to do. It's not much that does Star Wars. No, yeah, I don't think it's going to. Do you <laughs> think? Do you think something like that will do five hundred million? Mortal Engines? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm Poppins saying. Ain't making five hundred million either. It's not going to be Beauty and the Beast. I no. Mean, it's, it's just not. No. Kids don't know who Mary Poppins is. Yeah, well... Yeah, kids yeah, don't know who most, Mary Poppins most is. Most kids I, nowadays, yeah. I would say it's probably true, yeah. And as much as they probably pushed it for in many, Guardians... For kids that walk through Disneyland and go, who the hell's the woman in white? <laughs> but an Aquaman Why does she get in the, December, do you think that's going to do well? I don't think no. a DC film's going to do well. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think so either. Until you get to Wonder Woman 2, go I think I think Mary Poppins... I, I, I don't know. And I'm not saying whether Mary Poppins will be good or not good. I'm just saying. I just don't think it's it has Meryl Streep in it. So it has to be good, right? Which, Mary Poppins 2? Yeah. yeah. Mary Poppins 2 is going to have Emily Blunt and Meryl Streep. Colin Firth. Oh, and Dick Van Dyke 2. Dick Van Dyke 2? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that his son? Angela Lansbury. Murder, she wrath. <laughs> um, I love that so much. <laughs> murder, she what? <laughs> it's the She-Ra... From Masters of the Universe, it's yeah. that symbol, oh, but it's, it's <laughs> but it's Jessica She-Ra. Fletcher instead of the sword. She's holding up a book. Uh. It says "Murder Shira," <laughs> and so but, almost every day I'm leaving. My my mom's watching "Murder She Wrote," yeah. and we we have this fun thing where we talk about the fact that the the series is actually Jessica Fletcher kills all those people. Yeah, she's the worst serial killer in history, and she figures out a way to frame everybody, and then convinces them to take it, or else she'll do something worse. So the whole thing is she actually kills all those people. <coughs> and it's like there's like ten seasons. So she murdered a couple hundred people, <laughs> right? Um, when so I see it, I keep thinking of murder. She we wrote. we we kind of briefly talked about Ready Player One, which is Steven Spielberg, Senior Spielberg, which by the way, Ready Player One is his biggest grossing movie. In decades, well, yeah, because he's done art house films and the BFG yeah. that failed miserably. Yeah, BFG yeah. was bad. I mean, well, as far as BFG, what's the last film he it's did? Like animation War sucks. No, uh, uh, Bridge of Spies. Yeah, 
Oh my god, that was his, wasn't Mark, it? Yeah. Mark Rylance won last year That's or the year before. That's right. Yeah, he. I mean, he's done. Yeah. Speaking of Mark Rylance, he was the best part of that movie, though. I thought in terms of acting, of Red Player One. Yeah. So yeah, I I liked him as James Holloway. So. Oh, I did. Yeah, I thought he did a great job as Holloway. Just Holloway. his delivery and it was a good story yeah. storyline mm-hmm. through. And that's exactly how I envisioned Holloway yeah. when I read it. Yeah, that very awkward, you know, just yeah. so introverted that he can barely speak or stand. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Steven Spielberg Steven said Spielberg. that Indiana Jones could be, or the new Indiana Jones could be a woman. I don't understand why he's saying that when he's going ahead with Indiana Jones 5. It still won't come out for another, like, three years. Right. Like, why have that conversation right now when you're already locked into Harrison Ford doing that film? Well, he, because... Harrison Ford, it's his, he said it's going to be his last. Spielberg said that he figures this is Ford's okay. last one. Doesn't mean he has are, to be the major. Why are you talking about it now? Because you, you introduce it in five. No. Or you said just, just re- have five. Reboot and or re- No, have five. End and it. then you can talk about what's coming now. This is the thing I hate. It's This is the Daniel Craig Bond thing. Before Spectre even opened. Well, Daniel Craig might do another one. He might not. We're not sure. Idris Elba is going to be the next Bond. And you're asking Daniel Craig. And that's why yeah. I think Daniel Craig was totally... That, that whole thing of him saying, I never wanted to play him again. It was just a cash cow. I never wanted to do it. It's a <coughs> troll thing from him getting tired of people asking him, who's going to play Bond next? And just to scream at people, I'm in the next damn movie. Right. For God's sakes, shut up. But you don't up. think that 5 should be a passing of the torch like Ford was no. supposed to be? No, because it didn't work. <laughs> it totally didn't work. No. The only passage of the you, you should have ever had was short round, and you blew that chance in 1985. Yeah. But so, this way you can keep Mud out of it and this be his granddaughter, dude, Mud's what, daughter. What if they brought short round back? I, I'm all <laughs> for that. And it's short, or short round's daughter? No, no it's, it's short, short round. round. He's considerably younger than Dr. Jones. Yeah, but he's still my age, 40 something. Okay, okay so, so is Harrison yeah. Ford. Well, yeah, Harrison Ford. Ford's 110. Ford, Ford was in his 40s when. Or almost 40s. No, he, he had to be in his 40s. 30s. Maybe his late 30s, yeah. But. End of the 30s, because he was like 32 when he did uh, Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, no. Last Crusade, he's only, he's 40, or close to 40. The character is his age. Right. I mean, he's he's River Phoenix's thing takes place in what, 1910, 1915? Uh, that sequence? Did they yes. put a year to it? In Utah, in Monument I Valley? It, I thought it was like 08 or something. Somewhere it's in, around there. It's because it's just before World War One. Right. Because the Indiana Jones Chronicles is he goes to World War One as a teenager, right? Correct. And that, that Sean Patrick Flannity's character is supposed to be River Phoenix's character after the train feeds. Yes. Because he leaves, that's how he leaves his dad. Right. So you're talking 1911. Mm-hmm. Let's say he's 11. So he's 1900. Yeah. He's 35 in Last Crusade. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's At least. And he's almost 50. In Crystal Skull, yes, and they're not going backwards. Not going to jump around like they did in the in the in the original trilogy. Early, you know, here's this one. This is a prequel. The next one's a sequel. This is going to be well. River Phoenix, his character, he was probably about fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, in that. Okay, one. so you're talking 1895. Yeah, when he was born. Yeah. So yeah. in the next the next film's got to take place at least in the 50s because he's already in it. Right. Okay. Well, no. So yeah. short round. So let's. So you're you're talking. Temple of Doom is thirty. I thought they said Raiders is Raider. No, no. It's because Raiders is well before World War World War Two. I want. I think Raiders is thirty five. Uh, yeah, no. 
World War II starts in the mid-30s in terms of what happens in Europe. We always sure, think of it as yes. 41 because that's when we jumped in after the Japanese. Correct, but I thought Hitler it was closer. Like, Nein! No! Oh, fights into the bomb. It's... I thought it was closer to the United States 1936. The was Ra- Raiders. Raiders is 36. Okay, 36. So he's almost 40 then in right. terms of that character. If we take if we take uh, uh, River Phoenix's character being a teenager or right. just before 12, 13, 14, and that takes place in 1910 or something like that. Something like that, yeah. So you have so, so short round is if, so that that's 19 what did you say it was like 36 36 for raiders. So what is what is Temple of Doom? Is it 34? Boy. 35? I always think it's 1933. Could be. I mean it has to be within 5 years of Short round raiders. is under 10. If if he's he's 9 or 10. So oh, yeah. 35. Is it 35? 35. So it's three so, years prior. It's a year prior. So well, you Raiders. Said 30, 35, Raiders 35 for Doom. 35. Doom is 35. The next year is Raiders. Raiders. That's why Doom okay, works so well as a prequel because he, kept saying 38. he goes to the thing. Yes. That's, uh, I'm saying 38 is Crusade. I think Last Crusade is 38. Okay. But yeah, so, but anyway, short, round, so short, short round is probably 14, 19, 15 yeah. with, if by the end of Crusade. So you got 20 years to get to 1955. Right, which is which what, is about where this might be fifty five, fifty six. Well, Crystal Skull is in the fifties, yeah. yeah, because Roswell was in the fifties. Yes, and it's also the greasers and yes. all the things. So let's let's say fifty five, fifty six. Yeah, he's going to be thirty five. Yeah, short round would be perfect. He doesn't die on screen. No, that's true. You don't see him anywhere. How old? Uh, um, I forget the actor's name. I don't think he's playing him. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't worked since uh, Sixteen Candles, I think. Um, no, he had some waiting on stuff. that Goonies two sequel. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so you could you could do short round, or you can do something later. It it just depends on what they want to do. My original point is there's no point to talk about this yet. Right. You haven't even you don't even have a script for Indy six. Well, did you see what did Five, you see that whatever they were, the hell they were saying that it'd be Indiana Jones, J O A N. That's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the thing when he says it, when he says it could be a woman. No one's saying it's, it's it has to be a relative. It has right. to be whatever. It's just okay. Let us get the movie in twenty twenty. I think that's right? what's scheduled. Okay. Thirty eight and fifty seven. So it was fifty seven. Fifty seven. Wow. Skull. Yeah. Okay, so he'd be forty. Short yeah. round would be about forty. Um, Indiana short round. Because Indy, that put Indiana. <laughs> Indiana about round. 60. <laughs> Indiana round. <laughs> Indiana round. He pick, he picks a different state. He's like Utah round. <laughs> Florida round. Yeah. Oregon round. And, uh, <laughs> really obscure, like North Dakota round. Minnesota round. <laughs> New Hampshire round. Yeah. <laughs> Delaware round. You know Con- anybody? <laughs> Connecticut round. It's one of the things that Doug said. His father talked about once. You think about something like Rhode Island. Do you know anyone from Rhode Island? Nobody knows anyone from Rhode Island. <laughs> I know somebody from That's, Rhode Island. Well, there you go. You're the only person. Oh no, you, it was Delaware. They said you know Delaware. somebody from Rhode Island. Dave uh, Markham. Yeah, see that. But he I came. Talked yeah. to Dave in ten years. I know. <laughs> <laughs> How did we shoot that? Um, <laughs> it's been almost ten years. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I thought about that. That doesn't, doesn't seem right. I know it doesn't. Up and down, down, ten years. It's, I, it's, it's about. I didn't think I knew you attempt for ten years. We're gonna re-release we gotta, it. No, we have to do. We have to do. We have to do a logo for that and do shirts. Oh, I wish I. I ten year anniversary. Just send them to everybody. That honestly, worked. I wish we could get the whole cast back together for a ten year picture. No, but we don't talk to most of them. Lauren is in New York now. 
with her husband. Yeah, and, and Dave's back like in in uh, in Rhode Island. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a testament picture to people whose dream careers fail. Well, they yeah exactly. They're the crowning Except achievement. Except for uh, was, what, what's his, <laughs> what was the gentleman played? Um, Kevin. The Asian Jew, gentleman? No, the no. Asian Jew, I was... <laughs> <laughs> that would have been much more interesting. <laughs> no, the, the Lothario. Is it, uh, oh, I keep wanting to say Andrew, but that was the second one. Oh, no. Um, Darius. Dar- no, it wasn't Darius. Darius was... Um, he was big in Europe, remember? Because he, was, he yeah. was a singer, wasn't he? Oh, he no, he was in... Oh, yeah, he was, yes. Yeah, um, the first one. Yes. When we first shot it. Oh, crap. Uh, I can't remember that gentleman's name. I don't remember his name now. I think we're still on IMDb, isn't it? Or did that fall off? No, we're still there. <laughs> I can check the date, too. We have to go back and look at everything. Um, anyway, what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> Indiana Maybe. Jones being 60. and Yes, so... I just, I, I, there's no reason to talk about this. I, and I don't care if he's asked. That's, a, that's what I want to see. I want to see, hey, Steven, so... So-and-so from The Hollywood Reporter. We're just wondering, what do you think the next Indiana Jones characters? Who, who's going to be Indiana Jones later? All we're to, we're just focusing on Indiana Jones six in yeah. twenty twenty. Harrison's playing it. We're gonna have a great script. We're gonna Chayoki. Chayoki Wonder yes. I don't remember? <laughs> Did you IMDb it? <laughs> what was what was the date? Twenty uh, ten. Was it twenty twenty ten? Twenty ten. Two years. Dang. Uh, okay. We gotta wait. We two, got two years. We got two years to come up with that. <laughs> we got two years to come up with this. Um, with a design. Well, speaking of Harrison Ford and then characters he's played, uh, Travis just texted me that. The solo trailer, which was supposed to drop tomorrow, dropped just today. dropped now. Yeah. I, thought I, drop, saw, I thought it was supposed to drop today. Was I it? saw I saw that earlier oh, before no, it was we started. Oh no, American Idol, wasn't it? I don't then know. Then that's where it is because American Idol must have just started. Is it on Sunday? No. Yes. No, Sunday and Monday. Monday, isn't it? It's on Sunday and Monday. Anyway, I knew whatever it was, we knew it was going to be today because whether it was going to leak or it was the actual day, it seemed like it. I just saw I the tweet from it, uh, I don't Ma- uh, Mark Hamill that said, uh, "I keep seeing this, pictures from." I'm going to push it. No, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is about Solo? And I was thinking about this earlier when I saw the tweet from Mark Hamill about it, the trailer dropping. This has to be, in recent history, one of the only movies that has had trailers drop so close to the release of the film. Because think about it. The first Solo trailer dropped in February. We're it's April. closer than other ones, yes, but you still had a new one close to, I think, the other films. Yeah, but I'm, what I, I mean is... There's a lot of uh, movies now, though, that are dropping a trailer, like a the, year the official s- trailer before... No, directly before. But they've still released a teaser, a teaser or something yeah. by yes, the first, seven to eight the months out. The first trailer was... My, maybe they learned from Rogue One. Uh, the first trailer was much later than anybody thought. But again, right. it was you were in that weird spot where you were not releasing it in December, right. like all the other films, and you had a film where the trailer would normally be five months ahead, uh-huh. is six weeks before Last Jedi. Oh no, I, I know. So that's why that that's this is totally different because these are the two closest films. Again, do you think we it makes got it more we intriguing? got the Infinity trailer just before or just as Black Panther hit? It was like within that week or no, whatever. it was way before. It wasn't way before because the first time I saw it was when in front of Black Panther. There was a teaser that came out in November, and then December, that's when the first trailer came out for Infinity War, because it was in front of Star Wars. Yes. Star Wars? Yep. Yes. See, again, that's the thing that I felt that was not the greatest move, because you have a Black Panther movie that's coming. Right. It's, it's that, don't worry about what's coming next. Worry about what's coming 
next after next. Well, that's why they release. That's why they released this solo trailer later. That's why I'm saying that was you didn't want to interrupt. I'm right. That. I'm. Th- I agree with what Lucasfilm did because again, right. else it's a Star Wars film. Did, did getting if you're sitting there in December going, haven't seen a trailer yet. Guess I'm not going to see that anymore. Right. No. You get it into the Super Bowl and you're going, yeah. Everyone that's says it's going to be a piece of crap, but I'm still going to go see it. What's this, that's why I'm, I'm wondering. Or to me, it's more intriguing that you're not getting so far. You're not getting the year hype that you get. We don't for even Star know what Wars the film. story is, which yeah. is great because we didn't with Last Jedi. Well, they did a great job it. in Last Jedi of giving you images and going. You really don't have any idea what this story is going to be from the trailer. Right. When you go back and look at it now, you're like, oh, yeah, I should have been able to piece that together. Yeah. But you really didn't understand it because they never gave you a hint. Well, they that, also tried to swerve you a lot on the trailer. Yeah, trailer. and they didn't give you a hint that Luke was going to be so obstinate right. before finally giving in. You didn't get – you know, luckily they didn't put Kylo and and – Thank God that nobody in marketing was like, you know what? Let's do them back to back against the guards. Yeah, that's going to be a great shot for the trailer, yeah. and have Ryan Johnson just come down and go, no, yeah, yeah, get out of here! Like, but, what are you doing? But those shots in the trailer where you saw even the Ray solo in Ray in one spot and then Kylo in another, and it almost seemed like they were talking. It was like, you know, the speculation. Was, well, <laughs> you find out what it was. Yeah, they're not. Those are, those they're are not in the same scene. room. Those are separate. You know, those are. But it just they cut it together so it sounded like they're having a conversation. But they're really but having. Then you that also con- see it like, oh, the backgrounds are different. So that's what I'm saying. You're thinking they're cutting different scenes in to make. They were, yeah, they were right. cutting yeah. conversation. Yeah. Like, oh, that is. But yeah, so that even, was, even solo. If you look at, if you watch that first trailer, you really don't know. It, it's a heist movie. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. You kind of know that, but you really you can watch the film. I don't know if we've even been introduced to the bad guy. Right. You know, you see it. Well, you see a shot of him, but yeah, that's but it. she's like, you really but don't, you know. don't know if he's yeah, truly the bad know. guy. Well, you don't know, until but what? you don't yeah. know if the empire is really the the bad guy or not. Yeah, yeah, they have a presence. Yeah, but and I kind of you know my guess was is that it's someone, it's a rogue person within the empire in terms of someone who's out for themselves. I mean, kind of like a Krennic. No, kind of like a, a moth who is you know stealing money and artwork and weapons and building his own army and oh yeah it's gonna take DJ. on the empire himself or something along it's those DJ. lines <laughs> it's vader they just have to stick vader in every movie now well i mean be interesting <laughs> vader shows up that'd be really weird i hope they don't they're not um this could be your first lightsaber list movie that's what i'm hoping so do i isn't Rogue One? No. Vader. Really? Vader. Do you not remember they the Vader? Put, yeah. You just said Vader's in every movie. <laughs> Duh. You don't remember Vader cutting down like 15 dudes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Acting um, way more effective than he ever does in the other <laughs> films. So, speak, while we're talking about Star Wars... Um, That's going to be the next special edition. Is they're going to add scenes to Empire Strikes Back and going through the hallways of Hoth just cutting dudes down. There was a tweet, like a long tweet uh, stream long with, with for Pablo that um, they were talking about... Poor Pablo. I know. <laughs> they were talking about the um, where does you know Last Jedi rank? Um, you know, has there ever, has they ever done a a definitive fan polling of of where the movies fit? No, because there's no definitive fans. <laughs> That's kind of what he was saying. <laughs> but uh, he uh, it's, 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 somebody it's, showed something where they took they took like the the critic you know metrics and some of the other stuff in Rotten Tomato and they put it in order and it was like Star Wars. A New Hope number one, Empire two, Jedi three, and they just went you know down basically in order, in order of release. In order of release, that's what it almost looked like, because and 
the last you know like they had, they had Rogue think, One and Last Jedi is yeah, the very last. But two. you have you have Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, that's giving an aggregate for a movie that's thirty years old that people love. Right. Go back and look at the critic response and the fan response to Empire, and also look at the box office versus A New Hope. It's the 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 difference between the two is greater than the difference between Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Oh sure. People didn't like Empire when they first saw it. No. Because you're watching it, and you're probably <coughs> sitting there going... <coughs> it's a downer. Move, no, how does he move the saber? We didn't see... That's the new... No, you can't do that. The Force doesn't work that way. Oh, there's not enough space battles in this. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, that's another oh, thing people, I was thinking about. They're apart. They don't talk to each... Oh, there's, oh, Vader shouldn't be able to choke someone who's on a ship in another... another part of the galaxy. No, I don't like this at all. And then 20 years later, like, this is the best movie by right. far. So, you know how everybody has a problem with the Forrest Doppelganger, right? Not everybody. Well, not everybody. The, a lot of people. You. No, I don't. You did. No, I didn't have, no, I didn't have a problem with it. I just wanted to see Luke, and it's in a roundabout way, I, I'm answering my the own statement. I wanted to see Luke do you know, be that badass Jedi presence that he is. And he was. And he actually, Literally, he's a presence doing something right. that nobody it, else was able to do. When you think about it, he actually is. But everybody's going, but that's not a force power. Why? Yes, it is. Because force ghosts manifest themselves into a form that can actually interact with objects. That's basically what he's doing. Well, they do within that same film. Yes. With Yoda. Yoda yeah. literally well, you gotta, manifests himself you have to remember and then that, makes lightning happen. And also the fact that Ben had to sit down. Yes. And then he had if, to walk if you ever through, want to look through If you ever look, look at Jedi, he sits down. Yes. What the hell is he sitting down for? Well, in Empire, he's he walks ghost. He walks past vines that, that move out of the way. Those ghost legs are tired. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It, it's, it's a... He's projecting himself in, in, in life. Yes. Which is different. Yes. Oh, my God. Something different. Oh, no. But, but still, I think that... God, I hope episode nine isn't, isn't Jedi. <laughs> I really uh-huh. do. Oh. I just, I'm so afraid episode nine is going to be Jedi. Because well, yeah. in a way, oh, yeah. episode seven or episode eight kind of plays it is. backwards, Empire backwards, to a degree. To a degree. Episode eight is much more like Empire than people think. No, I know. But people are like, it's so different. I'm like, it's not that different. And yeah. that's what it, it it's it's in the tone, it's in the style. It gives you all the beats that you'd want to get from a Star Wars film, but it tweaks enough and it does enough, and it plays with your expectations. That to me was. My, my love of Last Jedi the first time I saw it and subsequently was when he throws the saber and I go, all right, I'm in. I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. Yeah. And to try and, and, and it made me think a hell of a lot more about that film than any of the other the, the other two did. Right. I, mean, I love Rogue One, but Rogue One is a very, you know, you take it for what it's worth and that's it. And it's awesome and I love it. And I still, I think my experience with that has been better than the other two. But I know you're, you're right. Last I mean, Jedi, I'm sitting there. I was thinking about like, what is the what is the Canto bite thing? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I knew. I I loved it from the start. Like, it's cool just to see different parts of the universe. Yes, I'm one of those like I want to see more of the universe. And we saw this and and exploring it with other people and understanding what it meant. Right, and not just hey, this looks cool because I thought it did look cool and I thought it was awesome to see. But it's it's all of Finn's jer- jer- journey and Rose's journey. What Finch, Jersey? Finch Jersey. Finch yeah. Jersey. Well, also the up until now, really all all we've ever seen is the good guys and the bad guys, or the the rebels the film, and the empire. Yes. You know, you you don't see 
how people within the, the universe, other than like Clone Wars and maybe like, a little within bit within the films, right? Yes. If, if you start getting into the other media, I mean, you could you everybody... could say that with the prequels where you have Dax's bar and things like that, where you see other people interact and they're not yeah, really affiliated still, to one or the other. It's still within the conflict of the two, and and Canto bites within the conflict of the two also. Yes, the but there's a lot of people of just hanging out doing whole, you know, yes, living their lives. Pe- but those people are there because they made their money off the war, right? The, the whole thing with DJ is. Is DJ fascinates me because one, it's the the scoundrel who ends up being a scoundrel. Yeah, you know, hey, he's not a good person. Oh, okay, cool. Instead of you know every other buddy, hey, Han's kind of a roguish solo. Pro- oh, he saves Luke after all the other pilots die, and he stays with the rebellion because he's in love with Leia. And Lando is just like, oh, I'm just a businessman, con artist. Yeah, yeah I got put the Empire. All right, I'll be a general. And then DJ's like, yeah, I'm leaving. Yeah. DJ, I got, I got I mean, his name literally gone. is "Don't Join." Yeah, and in the ways, so he's the only he, other one you have like that's Jab of the Hut. He is, yeah, like, yeah. You could say that there's there's a large part of Jedi that has nothing to do with the Imperial conflict, right? Because they're like, hey, we just need to blow up another Death Star, so we're gonna make this really short. Because um, Boba Fett, he he kind of affiliates himself with the Empire because they're the well, highest bidder at that point. But in Jedi's policy, isn't he? he's just. Jedi's palace. Jedi's palace. Jedi's palace. But the DJ to me, you know, even when I first DJ represented what Finn tried to be in the first one, right? Or the guy who gets out of the whole conflict. I just want to get out of this. I just want to go. And when he doesn't, and he stays with Rose, and he goes back, and he's not worried about Ray anymore. Well, he's still worried about Ray, but it's, that's not his primary concern. It's his journey, and hopefully, it pays off in the third one when he blows up the Death Galaxy. Yes. So, Tony Gilroy, <coughs> who was brought in as the fixer for Rogue One, recently did an interview where he uh, was described, or where he described Rogue One as a terrible mess. The finished product or the pre-product? The pre-product. Yeah. Which, First. I didn't realize, oh, wait, he's considered the Doc Holiday. Well, he's <laughs> done it Doc before. Hollywood of of scripts because he's been brought in on several occasions to fix a script mm. not just with Star Wars Doc Holiday? I said Doc Holiday at first yeah <laughs> yeah I'll be your Huckleberry what? wow wow really? Tombstone? I've never seen it oh my god you gotta watch Tombstone no I don't Tombstone's awesome <laughs> um, he'd rather watch Rampage than Tombstone so I mean Gareth Edwards has remained silent Probably. about the degree of changes that were made to the project well, Gilroy has come forward and he said the films, the film. See, even that line to me is a little disingenuous because er- Edwards had admitted that they needed to change the third act. Right. He said afterwards that they needed to change the ending. Yes. The, the interesting thing from here is Tony Gilroy's qu- quotes are very odd. Uh, he did a podcast, The Moment with Brian Koppelman, and he said, quote, I came in after the director's cut. I have a screenplay credit in the arbitration that was easily won. Which apparently is something that isn't easy to win. Yes. Um, again, with the continuing with the quote, it was just a mess and fear that they had got themselves in. And because it wasn't really my movie for a while, I slept every night. This is different than the article I first read because this is kind of jumping. Like for my own movie, I wouldn't sleep because somebody else at a certain point was looking at you. Um, speaking further, Gilroy said that all the mess was actually very, very simple to solve. Explaining, you sort of go, this is a movie where folks just look, everyone is going to die, so it's a movie about sacrifice. That was the interesting line to me, because Gareth Edwards has always said that he always felt that they had to die also. Right. And that 
Kathleen Kennedy. He was always afraid. You know, the quote was he was afraid that Kathleen Kennedy was going to call him on set and say, "No, no, no, wait, wait, wait." Disney wants us. Disney to wants us to save everybody. Yeah. This seems to feel like the original script. And I said it at some point. I knew. I kind of figured everyone else was going to die, but I kind of thought from the way that the 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 um, that first trailer was cut, right? Was that Cassie and survived? The Jin dies on the tower with the with the Tie Fighter. And that Cassian actually survives, and he's the one that gets the plans back or whatever, and goes back to join the rebellion. I thought that Cassian and Jen would live because there's that scene where you saw them running through the water with Jen having the data. Yeah, but on you, her at, side. At, at, once you see the film, yeah, you can tell what they did is they took the tower and the vault and made it one building. And right. I think in the original script, it was two buildings, and so the battle was much more protracted of them getting the data running across the beach to get to the tower when they realize that they can't get off the planet and then sending it. So instead, right. they, they put it together. And so the, the climbing scene is probably something Gilroy did. The entire sequence uh, on the tower that, that has the two of them up there are probably done too. Uh, I did. <laughs> Writer-director also spoke about taking on future Star Wars movies saying the franchise was of no interest. Uh, quote, it doesn't appeal to me, but I don't think Rogue One is really a Star Wars movie in many ways. To me, it's a Battle of Britain movie. I can see that. Mm-hmm. But. Because he also says somewhere in the interview that. Uh, well, he also says in there, so it's all a question about why the why are these characters. Huh, I didn't realize he worked on Pacific uh, Rim. Yeah. Yeah, he worked on Suicide Squad. I remember that because that was, everybody was talking about that when, when uh, Rogue One came out. And he said, well, why are these characters, why are these people going to sacrifice themselves and you need to have a motive that they're going that was that is pure throughout the story and every scene that that has to be about the you know that yeah. and every scene has to be about the movie and also uh, is that the theme that everybody is going to die sacrifice it kind of jumps around in that sense although the, the sense, whole thing jumps around yeah <laughs> the the quote that he had and this is the thing that again the articles I'm reading that are third hand. Uh, the way that they can like, oh, he's not a Star Wars fan. That's actually not. The quote is, quote, of course, I've always loved the Star Wars movies. I was a young man when they first came out. I'm not a fan the way I know there are fans. I really enjoy them and want to make a movie that would please those people and people uninitiated to Star Wars. Because um, he said uh, somewhere later, he basically said that that was part of kind of him. The ease of him coming in is that he didn't feel like he had to make a Star Wars film. He just right. had to make a film. But what's, I, I just don't understand because now there's all of a sudden this big backlash against Rogue One that everybody you know loved a year ago. Now all of a sudden, there was a backlash from the start too because it wasn't the Star Wars. Again, it's it's a lot of people on the internet that have put a Star Wars film in their head and they go see it. I mean, even I had something that I thought that I wanted that movie to be right. You know, and when it felt like that Disney was saying no, it's not going to be that. We're going to make it into a, a little more of a kiddie picture. I was afraid that we weren't going to get that film, but we got a film that that I really enjoyed. Um, uh, but you think you think the problem that you know, I mean you kind of just said it that everybody has their own Star Wars film built in their head, and if you don't give them that expectation, then they're going to just, you know Last Jedi is that yeah. way, you know the prequels are that way. You you could people could say the same thing about Return of the Jedi. You know, I didn't get the film I wanted because I expected. You know, and I such think and people, such I think people got that much later, and that's why the backlash turned on Return of the Jedi. Within ten years of Return of the Jedi being out, you people are like, well, it's stupid because Lucas only did it to make money. Yeah, right. that's why he made Star Wars. Also, yeah, I don't know if you know this, but Lucas yeah. wanted to make some money. 
He didn't want. He didn't want to die eating ramen. Wait. So we had to make new stormtroopers for an ice planet. Yeah. But you know, we're also going to sell those toys because you know stormtroopers. Really, you could have just thrown them on the ice planet and they could have worked. You know, people have different costumes. What? Mentioning the reshoots specifically, quote, I came out a little bit later than the other two editors. When I came on, there was a plan, so we did some photography. I was very much set on the movie that you see. There have been other incarnations of the movie with different scenes that were not used, but I didn't think about them that much. I was thinking about the movie that we had to make. Uh, the interview says in some of the trailers, there's different footage. Uh, they were trying different things, obviously, as they went around, or as, as they went along. There was one where Jin was holding the Death Star plans and running through what looks like a London tube. Was there another ending in sight at the beginning? Uh, his quote, I would say a lot of the movie changed, the simplest way to put it. I said, we definitely changed things at the beginning. Added scenes developing those characters, and that has a ripple effect to the whole movie. So I know people have been watching and clocking the deleted scenes and saying, I wonder how that fit in. But I was mostly concerned with the movie you saw. I was there to put that movie together. This interview is actually a little bit older, but... Yeah. Well, that London Underground scene, they sh- I remember them talking about it because they shot it all in one day and they had to hurry because... Yeah, and the they only they had, used like, from it was them walking through it. Right. You see the droid walk by, K2SO, the other security droid. Yeah, I mean, obviously, all the, so many of those shots from the trailer. The, the, her in, the, in the, the Imperial ground crew disguise in yeah. the lights, never in the film either. So. Right. And, and it's, it's something where... We, we saw this and we were kind of like, well, if that was a mess, like, what would it have been if it wasn't? Correct. But the way that it's presented is he didn't say it's a mess like, oh, it was a terrible film from the start. Right. He was basically saying we just made the film that they intended to do in the first place. We just had to add a little bit to it to get where they wanted to get to. Well, um, speaking of a terrible mess, Stan Lee has been having some serious problems, especially with one gentleman in particular. Stanley's a robot. Huh? The guy's a robot? Stanley's a robot. The guy well, apparently not. <laughs> so it's all fake. so not only has this fake guy news, fake Stanley. Not only has this guy swindled three hundred thousand dollars from him to buy a condo, then he went back and had. I, I first heard this on K Rock, and I was, was he uh, the same guy that tried to take eight hundred thousand dollars from him too. Yes, which then makes me think like, how much money does Stanley really have? Right. And then he went to Stanley's doctor with fake documents saying he needed so many pints of blood. It was his nurses, wasn't it? Was it the yeah, nurses? I yeah, because the, nurse. the nurse. I went to the nurses. Yes. Yeah, because the, the nurse that drew the blood said that he was said that Stan Lee was um, lightheaded after. Yeah, they left. He left and so much blood. They thought, left him dizzy. She thought it was odd that they were drawing that much blood. Right. Yeah, and he had fake doctor's notes to yes. have the nurses draw the blood. That's what. It, yes. So and he was going to make pen uh, pens out of these to sell uh, with Stan Stanley's blood. That was the original rumor was that he was going to make pens for it, but. Some of the stolen blood ended up be, being used to ink a Black Panther comic book. Okay. Now, this is where the thing is. Is it the signature <coughs> ink is his or the ink in the... Because here's the thing. Black Panther, you can't print that book without Marvel knowing about it. And Correct. Marvel didn't do it with the blood. So what I think it is is... Because there's two different colors in the signatures. There's a blue and there's a gold or whatever. Right. The ink that's used to sign it his signature. is his blood. Yes. Which, is, uh, if you go back, Mark Grunewald, who passed away before, um, oh, goodness. What is what is the DC, what was that book? It, they were supposed to be like the Avengers that he did. Oh, my God. Oh. The Avengers. No. No, it wasn't DC. It was Marvel. The, the team that Hyperion was on originally. Sprint? No. Or, uh... Oh, gosh darn it. 
No, it was it was, um, a, it was a series that he did. It was like a twelve issue maxi series. It was Nighthawk and Hyperion. Yes, it's, yeah, they were like almost like Squadron Squadron Supreme. Yeah, Squadron Supreme. That's Squadron right. Supreme. The first round of that trade is printed with whatever mix they actually put Mark Grunwald's ashes in it was, right. at his request. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to become a part of the book that he was most proud of. This is Stanley has no idea that Correct. I'm signing a couple hundred copies. And the worst part is Black Panther? I know. Really? <laughs> that was like when you put it on there. Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, Avengers. Nope. Black Panther. Yeah. That's what we're going to have him sign. Yeah. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. I love the original story only because it led to Sebastian and I kind of getting into an idea of that they're going to use him to clone him. <laughs> well, that's the yeah, answer. When, 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 when I first sense. heard the story on K-Rock and it was Ali doing it, I thought for sure it was going. To, the next sentence was going to be that he took the blood so he could clone Stan, Stan Lee. Lee. And then it was, <laughs> and then it was Dr. Grant, Dr. Sadler, welcome to Stantastic Park. <laughs> and then the idea where Sebastian had said, it's just a bunch of Stan Lees. Excelsior, Excelsior, true believers. I created Spider-Man, $100 a picture. And I kept thinking of that that fake trailer they did after Jurassic World. Yeah. You know, they got the same guys that did the Force Awakens trailer that was all Jar Jar. And they have the scene of the Struthamimuses running past the big truck. Right. And it's Jeff Goldblum's head. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just the Stan Lee running by going, Celsius, Celsius, true believers. <laughs> Jack Kirby's a putz and just runs through. <laughs> I thought, well, see, this is the way that they're going to make sure Stan's able to go into every cameo from now until the end of time. And, But I was like, this is Are just... they going to clone him at 95? Like, just, here you go. <laughs> Pops out. Well, no, he goes, he goes into a young Cyrocolum, so he has all the knowledge. Yes. They download his brain or whatever. It's 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 sad in a way. Well, we've it's... seen now one of Stan's friends has come in and tried to take control of this. You now have, um, I know the Comics Pro Retailer Group has talked about trying to do something. The Heroes right. Initiative has talked about trying to do something where they're oh. trying to get advocates for Lee to remove these people from him but it's also you can't really do it this gentleman had power of attorney of Lee yeah. for a while oh yeah too if he if he doesn't still have it well so, you remember when we did the heroes initiative thing so it's just it's, it's <laughs> hey kids it's not just random old people who get swindled <laughs> yeah. by this right. even stan lee can get swindled but you remember the entourage he came in with and he had yeah. you know the really a couple of really hot looking you know he had, he had one, and, yeah. one yeah, no he came in with one really beautiful assistant yes there was one woman that was around the whole time and you're like yeah it's nice and then to there were a couple there were a couple other people that were you know there, there were people but... that yeah no he has he has a group of people again right. he's 95 like he's not he's not walking into a building going all right i'll just go down those steps yeah. and, and 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 go it's for just it. the ro- people he are was at svcc of. this weekend so yeah. you know he's still doing appearances um where uh silicon valley Company. oh SVCC. I'm surprised uh, they didn't get sued. Uh, we're going to sue Salt Lake, but we're not going to sue. We're not going to sue Silicon Valley. Um, um, is uh, C2E2 this weekend? weekend? It was this yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah, this, this, this current this, weekend. Yeah, SVCC current weekend and C2E2 are, right. are running at the same time. So if you're a California creator, you kind of stayed and went to SVCC. There were some interesting people. Or there. you went to Dubai. Well, that's where that's where Olivia went. Dude, if I'm Olivia, I'm going there every single year. Oh yeah, just to take pictures of the stupid gold bar ATM. Yeah. I think it was amazing. Um, that was like, every, every his shot, I'm so jealous. Like, I want to go there. That was awesome. There's, he posts some gorgeous pictures. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, it's, he's, you kind of don't know where this is going to go. Yeah. You don't really know what you can do. There's people that, 
are trying to, you know, get FaceTime with Stan to convince him that the rest of this isn't working. These people are only out to swindle him and, and so on and so forth, but nobody seems to so we're that. So the Black Panther comic with Steve – it was Steve. With Steve, Stan – Steve Lee. <laughs> with Stan's signature in blue is selling for $250. The one of the Black Panther with his signature in gold is selling for 500 Yes, and there's – whoever made it has said they didn't know and – Printer said they didn't know, and Stan Lee's Entertainment says we, yeah. we have no, we're not condoning that we don't know what this is. Marvel has said this has nothing to do with us. But look, if he needs some blood sometime, we, he knows he has some stored somewhere. Well, people are going to buy it, and they're going to be like, I can clone Stan Lee. I, I right. own his DNA, which you don't because it was mixed with ink. So it's yeah. like it's, anything yeah. that's in it is destroyed. If it comes out, he's going to be so this now like we can't ink have, monster. So now we can't have Stantastic Park. So we'll stick with Black Panther real quick. Black Panther is now the number three grossing movie of all time in the United States. What content forever? Did we talk about this to start with? We started talking about it, but we didn't really. We no, we were talking about Ready Player One. Yeah, I was trying to remember what we what we digressed to right in the open. Um, where it is now, you know, it's now past Titanic, which. Was it you that made the ti- the, the Titanic yep. joke? You could say that the uh, on that list, Titanic is sinking. Wow! Boom! 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 David Caruso puts on his glasses. <sighs> See, he's wearing. So, yeah, Black Panther. I mean, this movie is just. I, I was talking to I've talked I was talking to some people this weekend, or this past week, and they were like, everybody I know thinks Black Panther was horrible. They're from the East Coast. Hmm. I've never. I haven't talked to anybody that thought Black Panther was a good movie. It's because they're black. The people that no the, the that, that didn't like the movie were black. No, the movie. It, oh, it's a black movie, so you know. That's why Rich didn't like it. I love the movie. <laughs> Did well, I? have you seen it as many as times as Ready Player One, which has a white protagonist in it? Hmm. There is a black lesbian in that movie. So yeah, but you stop. Don't, you don't know that. You don't know she's later. a lesbian. You do. Because, and I don't want to spoil it for Chris, but there is a moment that they actually do address it. Which is more than they address it in the book. Well, they address it in the book at the very end for one split second. Not really. Is it? Yeah. That status in the book means absolutely nothing. (laughs) She says, what, you're surprised I'm a black lesbian? Yeah, and then nothing ever comes of it afterwards. Right. It's completely worthless. Well, what, did you want H and Artemis to get it all? No, it just doesn't mean anything. Because it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything other than that line is spoken. So once again, we're talking about Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> the Black Panther thing is interesting because you know the first thing we said, and we talked about it before, is there's an outside chance, and I'm saying outside chance, but it's worthy of having a conversation, is if that film will make more money than Avengers Infinity War. Right. See that Because that's... again, it's number three, which means it's bigger than Avengers. It's bigger than Age of Ultron. It's bigger than Civil War. It's bigger than the three films that are already... That's got to be the top grocer for Marvel, isn't it? Um, if it's number three domestically, yes. and the only two in front of it are Avatar and and Star Wars. Mid- Star Wars has been re-released six times. Then, no, it's a Force Awakens. No, no, Force Awakens. Is it Force, Force yeah. Awakens is number one domestically? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I knew it was going for that, but I thought it's it nine hundred. I mean, it came close to getting doing a billion dollars. Uh, I thought it didn't pass it Avatar. No, it did. I don't remember that. Probably yeah, it was not going, but worldwide. 
right? No, well, I was just talking about not here. worldwide. No, no domestically. domestically. Okay, so you have Force Awakens number one, Avatar's number two, Black Panther's number three, which means it's the number one Marvel film. So you've already had Avengers films that you thought were going to get, you know, in that top five or top three, and they're not there. So you have a realistic chance of saying Avengers Infinity War is not going to make as much money domestically as Black Panther. Globally, yeah, it's done $1.3 billion. Um, what are we talking about? Uh, Black Panther. So we just mentioned like six films, so I want to make yes. sure. Um, Star Wars, let's see. Well, um, we're talking domestic. Domestically, Titanic did six fifty nine. Um, let's see. Let me read this. Black Panther over has overtaken Titanic with six fifty nine. The Marvel movies, uh, six hundred and sixty five. Oh no, Titanic. Excuse me. Titanic did six fifty nine. Black Panther's done six hundred and sixty five million, which is a hundred shy. About a hundred shy of um avatar avatar has done 760 the force awakened did 937 million domestically wow <coughs> yeah i forgot that number was that high well you actually might be right because deadpool comes in three weeks later or four weeks later yeah so and that'll it's also unseated as number one again you so. have you have avengers films that haven't come close what's the next avengers one? is 623 the next okay, one okay so that's already it already has 40 million dollars more than oh excuse me sixth Last Jedi did six twenty. I'm just talking about Marvel movies. So Black Panther's number one Marvel movie, and it's cleared by forty million dollars, and it's still making money. The next one would be Avengers: Age of Ultron, which did four fifty nine. Age of Ultron made more than Civil War. Yes. Huh. Civil War is twenty fourth on the, Iron Man three did more domestically. Iron really? Man three did four oh nine. Civil War did four oh eight. So that led to the other conversation we talked about, saying, "Well, we can we can put now that Chadwick Boseman is going to make more money, more box office than anybody else this year, yeah, because he has the two biggest films in, of the year." And we started talking about the fact that he's in Civil War also, which is really high. But you have Robert Downey Jr. is then in Avengers, Avengers: Infinity, Civil War, Iron Man three, so he's going to have more. But Chadwick Boseman's going to be like number two. Yeah. Well, now, I guess you'd have check Chris this Evans out. This too, is the but. this is the top ten. Grossing movies of all domestic grossing movies of all time, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, uh, Avatar, Black Panther, Titanic, Jurassic World is five, Marvel's Avengers six, Star Wars: The Last Jedi seven, Dark Knight eight, Rogue One nine, Beauty and the Beast ten. Rogue One and Last Jedi are on that list. Rogue or Last Jedi did six twenty. Rogue One did five thirty two. That's higher than I thought, because I thought a lot of people said they were disappointed in the box office number for the Rogue The next one. Star Wars movie is The Phantom of Menace, which 474. Well, they were probably Phantom Menace adjusted. Be... Can you imagine what Phantom Menace adjusted is? Right behind that, Star Wars, the original Star Wars is 460. And they count both releases, too. That's what's weird. Yep. And not weird, but... I but mean, it, could you imagine film. if you adjusted that? Oh, you, when you adjust stuff, they, they still say it's something like Gone with the Wind would be the number one film right. in, in domestic history with well over a billion dollars. I mean, the amount of tickets that that film sold mm -hmm. and the fact that it stayed in theaters for like two years. And you couldn't even – they said we didn't even really – this is like a guesstimate. You know, it could be way higher because you didn't have – you weren't electronically tracking what, you know, Idaho Theater in Des Moines or whatever. That's Iowa – Des Moines, Iowa, was, you know, we got a theater and we just keep playing this because that's what well, people want to see. 
that and there was no variety really back then. Yeah, well, right. that's the thing also, is you get so... you and you would be able to keep that film. Yeah. So if you're if you're you're buying the film, you have it there. You have a, a weekend that you know you've gotten some well, new even punctures. Those, you just start replaying the other one. Like hey, well, that's on what Friday they did with Star Wars. Yeah. That's what they did with you. Know, it, yeah. I mean, it came out in May, but November and January of the next year, they were still showing it. Yeah. Also, with Gone with the Wind, at that time, they didn't really have, like, a home video release. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, they the didn't have a home video release with Gone with the Wind. Well, I mean... It wasn't until you got to the 80s and they released it. Yeah, well, no, no, but that's I'm what he's saying. saying. The only yeah. way you could experience that picture was to have your oh, local sure. cinema in, show it yeah. again. Even back in those times, it was a thing to go out to yeah. movies, you know, like, a, it was a special occasion, so people but, made it, like, their Friday nights. Yeah. It's amazing how many of these movies on this list... <coughs> In the top 100 are Disney movies. Yeah, yeah, because Disney owns everything now. Yeah, or yeah. stuff that Disney has acquired post post when they were Deadpool released. Deadpool is only 41 on the list, and it did 363 million domestically. Well, remember when Jurassic Park was number one at like 330 million dollars or whatever it ended up making. Jurassic Park is 28, so it's 402. It's 402, yeah. Remember when it when it passed like three thirty or three sixty or whatever when it passed ET, which is still higher than Remember, Guardians ET of the Galaxy. ET used to be number one also. ET is I just saw ET is eight or seventeenth with four thirty five. That was that was the biggest movie for the longest time. Yes, yep. Jurassic Park didn't pass it. It was supposed to or something like that. Yep, that's how big ET was. Jumanji beat Jurassic Park by doing four oh three. That's stupid. <laughs> that's Jumanji 2 Welcome to the Jungle That's why it's stupid oh. <laughs> Jumanji Now I know 1. why you went to see it Because it says Welcome to the Jungle on it And actually played the theme, uh, played Guns N' Roses Welcome to the Jungle at the end of it Oh thank god Alex Axel Rose got a paycheck <laughs> <laughs> I get royalties for this um, But yeah I mean This movie uh, Black Panther We jokingly said Do you think it'll you know Do 500 million Worldwide and it's just—I don't know if we jokingly said that. Well, I mean, we, we were saying that first weekend or two weekends. Like, no, before before it came out, we were talking when Thor was out. We were like, "Do you well, think we had Black no, Panther?" Yeah, well, we said we had no idea because right. it could go either way. It could do Wonder Woman or it could do just a Marvel movie, right? Quote, like or just a Marvel or something, movie. or, or uh, Not uh, Ant-Man, but Doctor yeah, Strange, something Thorish or whatever, right? Doctor Strange or somewhere along those lines. Is it going to be a Marvel movie or is it going to be a cultural touchstone that you know, right? Chadwick Boseman is doing. Saturday Night Live six weeks after it comes out. I know, right? Or eight weeks after it comes out. And it's pretty good. Oh, that Black Jeopardy was awesome. Um, how many weeks has it been? It's two mm-hmm. months now, isn't it? Second week of February? Third February week of February 16th is when it came out yeah. in theater. So, yeah, just about, about So almost, about yeah. Next yeah. next week, so seven weeks. Two hours, 20 minutes running time. Jesus. Look at that. Yeah. So, yeah, February 16th is when it came out. Yes, yeah, seven weeks. Friday and as been, of Friday April. Friday would have been seven weeks. As of April 8th, it's done 665. So, I mean, it's still in the top 10 movies Mm -hmm. out right now. Yeah, because there's nothing. Yeah. And you have a movie that costs you $17 million this weekend and is going to make like 55. Oh, yeah. Quiet Place. Yeah, The Quiet Place. It's just like Spider Man. Spider Man stayed in theaters forever, too. So, yeah. Spider Man was the one, like, oh, this is disappointing. And then at the end, we're like, but we were thinking thinking Black Panther would hit Blu ray before. Well, there's still another month. Before. Yeah, no, it's it's going to because then well if you don't then you can't do the you can't finish you can't do, it yeah you can't finish the thing. um <laughs> so yeah so finally we'll talk about because we did switch up the, the the topics there because since we were talking about Marvel and everything I wanted to go ahead and get Black Panther 
talking about billion dollars, Lord of the Rings, the Amazon show, is saying that it could cost up to a billion dollars to make. Don't know why. Excuse me. Loser Bezos is paying so much money for this. Amazon, out of control. Um, here's a question. You're talking five seasons, $200 million. How many, of those, how many episodes per season? Did they say? No. You imagine it's not going to be I can see 20. a 10. I can see 10 to 13. They're going to like Game of Thrones. They're going to yeah. follow the Game of Thrones formula, I think, to a certain degree. Really? During the podcast, you got to open He's got to fix somebody's computer or something. He, he's um, jonesing to get Spider-Man out of his blister. Continue. Well, we um, can't because nobody can hear us. <laughs> here, I'll put, I'll put Tarkin away, too. You know what's funny is I'm the only one that's has the headphones in yeah. so I can hear what's actually being recorded but if yeah, I but you, can hear it you, you, I know the microphones it. are picking it up microphone uh, yeah, oh, yes, so it's going to be a five season series five seasons and they said it, it could cost up to a billion dollars yes. 200 million dollars a season and the series How will much begin sh- as a prequel to the fellowship because that worked out so well so um, what it will include the hobbit no I think it'll be a prequel in terms of how Sauron comes back to power Okay. Because remember, there's time between The Hobbit, the Battle yes. of the Five Armies, and uh, the... Um, fellowship. And Fellowship. Right. There's, there's time through it. If they're going with the source material, I think there's more time between the two and the source material than there is the way that the movie puts it together, the way that Peter Jackson did it. Because Jackson has the council with Elrond and Godrill mm-hmm. and Gandalf going, we know that Sauron's coming back. You know, right. We're already starting to feel this power... We're trying to figure out what's going on. I think in, in the books, it's and, and I'm no expert at all. I think the books had much longer time in between because you have Gondor and and Rohan basically falling out. Yes. The two, the two big kingdoms of men. You have the elves that kind of stop being a part of this, what's going on. And we see, you, know, you, you go into Lord of the Rings as the end of a longer piece. It's almost like Star Wars. Do you where you go, go into Star Wars and you're like, you're joining a war... That's been going on for almost 20 years right? with the Rebellion as they're going through their baby steps and everything, and this is their first big victory. Um, well, do you go back all the way to when Sauron gives the rings to the – gives out the nine rings? No. I think you're going to do it the few years Because I think that would be interesting to see too. If you're going to do five seasons, though, I don't know. I don't think you're going that far back. Because, again, there's nothing really there. He gives the, he gives the rings to them, and then they kind of lose it. Start but, to get corrupt and everything. Yeah. yeah, but that's going to be – you're not going to spend $200 million on that. Politics. I mean, if you're, if you're going to... What's that? Politics. So the prequels. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be Senate, Senate hearings. Yay. <laughs> Financial districts. Um, they have a weird frog, <laughs> frog-like frog creature. Uh, yeah. Gollum's not a frog-like creature. He was once a creature very similar have, to a hobbit. They have one. Referencing Jar Jar Binks. Oh. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I got it. Okay. You pay attention, man. I thought uh, he was trying to in, in, no. insinuate that Gollum looks no, like a no, frog-like there's character. There's going to be a new character called Raj Raj. Raj Raj? Yeah. And he's going to have an inverted nose. And his ears <laughs> are going to be really, really tiny. Raj Raj skips. Raj Raj, Raj, Raj skips. <laughs> skips. Skips, yeah. Raj Raj skips. <laughs> but he has, he has a deep voice like this. <laughs> Yo, let's go get some rings. Um, it's fascinating. Because that's... I mean, I know Amazon's got money, but right. wow. You have a billion. That's sort of like you look at Netflix and go, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You didn't spend that on all your Marvel series combined. <laughs> and we're going to do that for five seasons of one well, they show. They didn't spend that on all their shows combined. I was going to say, but all the, all the Netflix stuff, I mean, that's. Whew. Yeah. 
It really is. I mean, does it make it more exciting for you though? Because if they're exciting, willing to throw no. that much money into it, that means that they're. It doesn't going... matter how much money you throw to it if it's not good. That's it's got to be good. Sure. And yes, you have the money up front versus something like Game of Thrones that we're like, we may not be able to do the Battle of Black Bay or whatever. Right. And then HBO's like, no, you can't. Like, if we don't, this isn't going to work. Because a billion dollars is probably more than they spent on all three Hobbit movies combined. Probably. Probably spent less than that on all six. Yeah. You know, in terms of, and again, adjust for it, they probably didn't. But if you're doing, let's say it's an hour and you're doing 10, you're doing 10 hours, you're doing 50 hours worth of content. Yes. That's a lot. I mean, this is what. This when is I we're see that, about. this is the Star Wars thing. Yes, where exactly. I said, Lucasfilm's got to be sitting there going, ah, crap. Hey, Disney, can we? <laughs> no, not not at all. <coughs> but we got the guy from Elf. No. Oh, damn. But okay. we made you a couple billion dollars in three films already. Yeah, but that's not the same thing. And, and the park's going to do even more. But it's And the merchandise the, that you're selling. The thing with Amazon, though, is Amazon's money comes from the variety of streaming services that they offer. Oh, sure. And so this is you have to get people to keep going. You know, this is Netflix thing with original programming. They saw the writing on the wall early and said, "We have to do original programming because all these studios are going to take their movies back, and we don't have anything." Yeah, but now, now Amazon. Oh, you got you got an idea? Just give us one a full script and give us a breakdown of, of your whole series, and then well, that's uh, what Netflix. Okay, has been sure, doing. we'll buy that. Well, that's what Netflix. That's basically, has been doing. what they do. Netflix has been doing that for a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, too. Amazon doesn't have anywhere near the same. Amount of original I mean, content than to be than honest Netflix with you, does. we could take them up, up, down, no, down. But they're they're getting there. We could take them up, up, down, down because we have one episode and we have all these others plotted out. <laughs> yeah, go, but they're going to take here it. it from, is. They're going to take it from you and do it your own, and you're just going to bitch about it for the rest of your life. <laughs> 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 it took my script. Yeah, <laughs> they changed the girl to a guy, and they changed the guy to a girl. That wasn't my vision. <laughs> That's not it at all. I don't understand. I why never that, thought about that. I should do why that. they hired Ethan to run it. I don't understand. <laughs> That would be awesome. Let's hope not. Ethan's the showrunner for Up, Up, Down, Down for Amazon. <laughs> we're just watching this. We're like, oh, man. Oh, you know what? This is better. Good job, Ethan. <laughs> no, he couldn't do that. That'd be making it better. So anyways, a billion dollars for Lord of the Rings TV show. So, I mean, again, I know Bezos is a lot of money, but good Lord. Yeah. Well, if just Trump has anything money, to do with it, they're just not. like, just how much money does Amazon have? Or plan to have? That's So, <laughs> we'll talk about Nightmare Scenario. What if the first season sucks? Yeah. We spent $200 million and nobody watches it because they're like, well, we already saw Game of Thrones. Okay, so here, for a comparison, Peter Jackson's Hobbit trilogy cost about $745 million to make. Wow. Between, That's way higher than I thought. Between the sixth Lord of the or the sixth Hobbit and Lord of the Rings films, New Line pulled in five point eight five billion at the box office. That's how much that made. But that's the thing is, a box office is different than the, TV. And right. Especially if you're talking about Amazon that may not be selling advertising for it. But the the Hobbit trilogy cost seven hundred and forty five. Oh, the Hobbit trilogy. Okay, I thought you said the Lord of the Rings trilogy. No, no, the Hobbit trilogy cost seven hundred forty five million to make that wasn't worth it right but between all six films if new line made yeah but most of that is return of the king <laughs> well, what did the right first, what did the first three cost that's the thing i want to know 
Um, and I know, I don't know if those numbers are even going to be out there because that's what Peter Jackson has accused them of lying about all their numbers. Yeah, yeah it, it just says about the trail. About yeah, the no, I don't trail. know if anybody knows because they've always accused New Line of, of cooking the books for especially Fellowship mm. because they basically said, we didn't make any money on Fellowship. It has actually lost us money, so that's why we can't pay you for it. Uh, and he sued the living crap out of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that's, I mean... The thing that we talked about with Lord of the Rings when we first said, no, this isn't a good idea, and Amazon's like, no, no, we're going to spend a billion dollars on it. Hey, those guys on Nerdable said we shouldn't do this. Nah, let's do a billion dollars. Is Are you going to retell those three films? Right. I don't know that you, you can't. If you're going to do that and just like, okay, we get to fellowship and then it's going to go, especially if um, uh, especially if uh, you know, you're not casting the same people. And what have you. I feel sorry for anyone that's cast in that film. Okay, so or in that show because everyone's just going to compare them to their movie counterpart. Yeah, Fellowship but. of the Ring cost ninety three million to make. Tw- Two Towers cost ninety four, and Lord uh, Return of the King cost ninety four. So three, it was less than three hundred million to make those three films. Yes, that's amazing. Yes, when you think of how ornate those three films are, how much more practical effects there were in that. Too. Practical, practical has gotten cheaper than digital now. I mean, digital's gotten cheaper than digital was, right? But in a way, sometimes practical is cheaper, especially if you're using, you know, New Zealand labor. Yes, well, I think yeah, it so, makes a difference on like the actual artists and like the digital yeah. artists and things like that. But it's think time about and stuff. But it's also those films are separated by ten years. Uh, yeah, about right because. Mm-hmm. Fellowship, fellowship is 2000. 2000. Yeah. yeah. But think about it. More six, than 10 years. Those six films, and they're yeah. and films, six films cost just about what what uh, Amazon is putting into it. Yeah, but you also just basically said that the first three of those films are $600 million to make. They're 700, they were 700 some million. And then the last. Yeah, the, but 300 million of it, less than 300 million of it is for. Like well then that's okay. If it's seven hundred million total and three hundred million of it is for the first. Three. No no no. Seven hundred was just for the seven hundred million was just for the Hobbit trilogy. Yeah. So they cost a billion dollars to make. They cost yeah. All six films cost about a billion dollars to make. A little a over a billion dollars to make and a lot less time. Right. Well, maybe not a lot less time because Return of the King's like four hours. Right. <laughs> oh, well, so what? You, so long too. Four. That's twelve hours. If you figure, if you figure the the. Lord of the Rings trilogy. Each other. You put four the extended hours. editions because that's what they had to finish. Right. So they had to complete all the shots for the extended editions. The, fir- the, the so it'd be about the originally trilogy half. is twelve hours. Or not? I've not. Not twelve hours. Is uh, nine. is like nine hours. Yeah, they're all. All like, three of those films are almost three hours. And I think Return. I of thought the they King were like four. No, no, no. Four five. Four no, point no, five. No, 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 no. The first. The first set. The the first two movies. The extended edition. The extended um, edition. We're, we're just talking go. extended. Yeah, the extended the first edition. First two are about three, and then the last one was almost four. Two towers is two towers is under three. Okay, so you're talking twelve hours for the the trilogy. <coughs> no, no, nine hours. They average about three hours apiece yes, okay. because two towers is under, and uh, Return of the King is over. So you're talking about ten, maybe ten, maybe ten hours. It's, no, it's about nine because it, it ends up all of them end up being about three hours. Okay, Return and of the then, King is then the is Hobbit, over, but it's the not Hobbit way extendants, over. Extendants, did they even it. do extended? They Didn't did. they just release the same damn film? That no, they theater? they did extended. I've never seen them. And they were about the same as what the Lord of the Rings ones were. So you're talking, what, total of, let's say... 18 to 20 hours. 18 to 20 hours, yeah. And now you're t- for a little over a billion dollars. 
So now you're talking five times or three times that, right? Because you're talking five seasons, possibly ten it's hours. 50 hours it's fifty hours. So okay, you're talking it's another thirty hours, possibly another thirty hours of programming mm-hmm. for the price that you made those six films for. So you're actually coming in below. So Holy crap! No, Ethan, you're right. Fellowship is three hours and forty-eight minutes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Holy crap! I thought they were closer to twelve hours. Because oh, all in minutes. So yeah, Fellowship, of the, Fellowship of the Ring is one seventy-eight. Two. Oh, I'm sorry. Extended editions: two hundred eight, two twenty-three, and two fifty-one. Yeah, I always thought two hours was the shortest. That's good to know. So, anyways, two, four, six. We're in for a big treat with Lord of the Rings trilogy Amazon style. Let's hope so. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it all depends really on like the writing and how. Do you think they can get Peter Jackson to come back to work on it? No, (coughs) they couldn't. What about? They're already spending a billion. I don't think they want. I don't. What about actually? Honestly, I don't think they want to. That's true. Because why is he going to remake what he's already done? That's true. Mm. Because he's not Lucas. Where it's like, I just want to remake it, make it better. But see, (laughs) that's my thing is, if you're going to do the Lord of the Rings, do it within the universe, but don't tell the same story we already have. But that's the story that people are going to want. If you're going to do Lord of the Rings, you can't do Lord of the Rings without the rings. True. You're just going to ignore the one ring? <laughs> well, that's why I say go back and do the nine rings. But that's not that's not going to be interesting to me. If they're going to do a prequel, they're going to do the lead up to it, and the final two seasons are going to be the Fellowship, Two Towers, and I think you're going to see... What if you what if you just did the lead up in the, the last season, the last half of the season, be the lead up to to where fill off ship begins? Well, again, you're not using the same actor, so you're not going to break. You're going to re- if you're going to spend a billion dollars, you're going to remake exactly what made a billion dollars already. Yes. So you're not going to just skip that part. But do you want to see the Battle of Helm's Deep again? Do you think the Battle of Helm's Deep can be done any better than it was? You have to remember, those movies are twenty years old now. By the time this is done, it's twenty years old. You have an entire generation of people that don't uh, that don't attribute themselves to that. It's six hundred and eighty-two minutes. Somewhere oh, early on. Oops. Eighteen years ago. It's, uh, just Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings is now legal. Oh my God! <laughs> well, it's like a Bug's Life is celebrating its twentieth anniversary. Oh man! <laughs> it's a ele- it's eleven it's eleven point three seven hours. So, yeah, just the original almost, trilogy. Yeah, that's why I said I thought it was no, twelve right. hours. I always thought they were closer to nine. No, that's awesome. Because <laughs> no, I've watched. Them. I watch Lord of the I've watched them all back to back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one night we tried to do it, and after the first one, I was like, I'm done. I can't. We watched one each week when we got up to the Hobbit. Yeah. And then we were severely disappointed. Somerillion. I think it was the one, it was that. the one we were watching in 3D. There, there's one because like that TV that you had did 3D. The t- I still have it. Yeah. I think that was a I think Hobbit we did in 3D. I don't remember Lord of the Rings being in 3D. Was it? I remember I one of them. I don't think they've ever released Lord of the Rings in 3D. No, no. Hobbit the, Ho- the first Maybe Hobbit movie. Maybe it was movie. the Hobbit then, yeah. Because I remember there was one we were trying to watch in 3D. And the Hobbit like, is shot much different than yes. And the Hobbit trilogy is shot very very different than the Lord of the Rings. Now <laughs> when you're in when you're in the the in uh, goblin tunnels, the 3D looks really. I mean, it really pops everything. You know, the different levels. Goblin tunnels. Even the the Goblin King looks so bad. All right, so anyways, we're running really long here. Dude, that's a surprise. I know. So uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. And we're on Instagram as Nerdables Show and on, on no, Twitter. Uh, Twitter. I always, uh, wow. I, I'm, I'm, actually, you know what? I'm sitting here thinking. 
you know, check, make sure you check out Ethan's Instagram of his new uh, his new etched um, beer stein with the Nerdables logo. And if you're interested in one, let us know. We'll, we'll get one out to you. But I should have done that at the you beginning. The I should have done that at the beginning of the show. Rich will pay for it and pay for the shipping. So, anyways, check us out on Facebook.com/slash/Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for the Ethan who's still playing with his blister pack, Chris who's now fascinated with Tarkin, and Mikey who's falling asleep, I'm R.A. saying we'll no, talk no, to you next week. Not quite like last night, <laughs> last week.